Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. show live i am the big guy right back happy friday ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining me once again we are streaming live over on instagram and tiktok the big guy ryback 22 on those platforms here live ryback tv on youtube where you are the co-host of the show the ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes ladies and gentlemen super chats are greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen the big guy starbucks and shoulder massage fund money Greatly, greatly, greatly always appreciated on that. Health, fitness, supplementation, life, mindset, positivity, negativity, uh, and dating, whatever the pro wrestling, sports, wherever you want the the, 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 the questions to go, I am here to do my best. Am I going to always know the best answer? No, but I will tell you if I don't on that. And maybe be able to point you in a direction where to go. I know a little about a lot. The uh, And I know a lot about a little. The... Uh, Guys, we're also streaming live on Facebook, Ryback Reeves, and Twitter. At, not Twitter today. I apologize. Botch. Stupid. Not Twitter. Uh, Twitch at Ryback Rules as well. This show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly, greatly appreciated on that. And this show is brought to you by Feed Me More New- Feed Me More Me Feed Me More Me Can I maybe say the name of my supplement company correct? It's only been doing it now for years. Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweet with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan-friendly for men and women, he, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. You can save 30% right now, as all new customers will with discount code RYBACK30, RYBACK30, as well as you get a free bottle of our 123 Muscle Joint Tendon Formula Support Formula, a $44.99 value, yours absolutely free. Just click the free gift box and you can get that added as well. We are hooking you up with Feed Me More Nutrition. We've got all the Ryback merch, workout merch and accessories, drinkware, hats, and the whole deals along with the best supplements on the planet. Returning customers can save 20%. Discount code FEEDME20, FEEDME20 to get 20% along with the free gift. So everybody can save. We're giving the new customers a little more, trying to lure them into the van. Hop on in, guys. Hop on in. And, uh, and that's what we do. But with no no bad intentions, obviously. That maybe was a horrible reference of, of trying to recruit new customers. And I will self-admittedly that that was horrible. That we are, we are not trying to lure anybody into a van for, for the Feed Me More Nutrition customers. To, but you you hopefully understand the, the comparison. Okay, moving on. 
<sighs> what do we got going on? Ryback, have you ever messed up a promo? Uh, I mean, well, doing t- videos and stuff all throughout the years, you mess up all the time. A lot of stuff I get in one take most of the time, uh, but it does happen. I don't know as far as TV, anything that I can't remember ever uh, not remembering um, what to say on the lines. You know, some of those promos, especially the 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 main event run there, uh, the Cena, me and Cena had some lengthier promos uh, that I've talked about. And uh, I had a pretty lengthy, me and Foley had a pretty decent exchange, if I don't, if I remember correctly, on one of the Raws. We, I believe we were in the UK for that, because I remember I found a hallway and Foley found a hallway, because we had like pages and they gave it to us late. And like the pages of, of the promo. And when it's one thing when you have a promo by yourself, but when you're going back and forth, You've got to know what the other guy is going to say without memorizing his lines. You've got to kind of know when his last, when he's ending it, which you could tell, obviously, maybe sometimes too when you're out there, but you never know if maybe they forget a line and they stop or something like so. Whenever you're doing promo with multiple people, is in, in especially lengthier ones, that's where you know you have to sometimes just you got to see and you might have to adjust, but that's what being professionals, if it ever happens, you just keep it going and you typically know the direction that it needs to go. And if, if both guys or if one guy's really good at getting something back on track or both are, then, then usually the audience won't really even notice if anything goes wrong. But I don't, I never recall like ever, but like, Oh my God, I forgot all my lines. The ambulance promo that I did, I've talked about multiple times that, they changed that on me in, in it was me, Vince, Dave Kapoor, and uh Ed Kosky, I believe. Vince and then where regardless of why it happened, uh wrote out a whole pages of a new promo with bullet points and pages of a promo uh that they redid, handed it to me. I literally left the office. I was in my gear, bully the gear that I went was on TV and the jeans and the bully Ryback vest and beanie in the office, like getting it. They, they rushed me to the ambulance, put me in the back. I'm looking at my phone, trying to get it. The music hits raw kicks off. I didn't even have time. I'm looking at it. I I had to go out there. I go, I remember what the bullet points of like the main points that Vince wanted from the other promo that they scrapped and changed to this. And I'm kicking off, Ron, I got to climb on top of an ambulance. And that was probably if there was ever a time that I was going to ever mess up, it would have been then. And it didn't, I'm, actually more comfortable when I get to just kind of just talk. And I know I'm a heel. I know how to get people riled up. I know if I was a baby face, I know how to get people motivated. And, you know, I know how to sell something at the end of the day. And that's what you groom you yourself in developmental. And I was in all the the WWE developmental. So I I had, I was ready in that, but that would have been a time where I could have blanked because I'm like, well, what am I going to say after this? And luckily in that I was very comfortable and I actually enjoyed like I, I thrive in that situation. I feel like, but nothing off the top of my head. Where like pre-tape stuff, I'm sure there's stuff, uh, no doubt pre-tapes. That's because you know you have extra takes on that. Uh, where um, the promo, some, some just sometimes something you or you're not happy with it, and you want to redo it, or like the oftentimes I'll tell you what happened a lot with WWE pre-tapes. They would mess up on their end. They'll be because when they're live, they can't fix anything, but they are perfectionists. The everyone involved there, and that's not a bad thing, but they will 
you'll do a promo and nail it and it and like you'll everyone will feel good about it and you want to go do because you got other stuff to do before to get ready for the show and they will or you're doing the pre-tape during the show and they got to sometimes record it when a match is going on so there's not as much noise and you're not hearing the cheers in the background with that and sometimes there'll be a big spot that happens and the crowd gets loud and they'll have to redo it like that happens all the time in the pre-tapes with that and then i've even i'll tell you, you want to know what's really stressful is when you have pre-tape and they're running behind and they try to get your pre-tape done before you got to go do a match or something and they don't have time and i've had to do this this is you want to talk stress do a pre i think this was the particular one was a pre-tape with me dolph ziggler and summer ray where there was something with dolph the towel deal i don't remember the specifics of the storyline there was something going on though and i don't remember the arena i just remember we had the pre-tape couldn't get done pre-tape we had to do it live so it was live and then i think there was a commercial and i was coming up from commercial going to the ring so we had to do that i had to sprint across the arena like i mean this was i had like two and a half three minutes whatever it was this was a, this was a far distance got there out of breath chug water pour water go and uh and those are just the things that that arise on a on a TV day, like when on a live show, and it never fails to amaze me how everything always seemingly comes together. It always in like there's there's such a high risk of things going wrong on a live show that always seemed to because wrestlers, I just think it, it's the talent that are really really prepared for the most part and bad, but yeah. Nothing we're just blank up to answer that that I could recall, like where I, I don't remember. Maybe it's happened. I, I don't recall off the top of my head. Andrew, North Carolina, what's going on? Thank you very much for joining the Ryback show. What do we have going on today, guys? Let's go feed me some questions. What do I think about uh Cody and Roman? Yeah, I think it's uh a bunch of stuff is coming in. Sorry, that was uh I didn't scroll down. Looking forward to it. I think this is Cody's uh, everything going on and coming back, and I'm very happy and uh, for the the journey that he's gone on and, and the performer that he is and that he's he's always been, but really coming to his own and done over the last handful of years and, uh, and starting a family, and he's uh, he's taking on a lot. So I've talked about it. The stress, Roman is under no stress. Under Outside, Roman's been now... Roman has been groomed in that position. And like, as far as this isn't like his first WrestleMania, he's headlined a bunch of them now. Like Roman's put together a hell of a resume his time in WWE. And uh, Cody, you know, this is his moment to break through possibly. So this is, this is uh, in his first time in WWE, really in the main event, right? He's outside of like, he wasn't, the, all the runs prior, even though he was figured in all the time, it was never a main event run. A main event run is a lot different than any other run in WWE. And, and, and the responsibility, the media calls, uh, and I know this because I've done it. and did it for a, a good period of time where it is, and you're at the events, you're doing the photos, you're doing the meet and greets, you're going on last, you're, you're there usually before everyone, you're, you're leaving last. And then, you know, if you win the championship on that, and there's even further, further things that you have outside of the, your dance partner who might be challenging for that is because that's that's a ton. That's what I'm speaking. There was a lot of responsibilities with that. Or if you're the top baby face, you know, wrestling the top heel, you know, you're, you're fulfilling those. That it's essentially like being champion and that you're you're 
if a heel has the championship and you're the number one baby face, you're, you're doing a lot of that, the championship stuff as the baby face too. So it's, uh, I think he's more than ready though. And I uh, just, like I said, the, the coming back from the pec tear, I think hopefully gets his confidence sky high if it's not already. And uh, it's going to take getting back and doing, getting some matches under his belt, getting his cardio where he wants it. And uh, I think he, I think they're going to, they're going to hit a home run. And I thought that, you know, I just saw a little piece of it, the promo with him and Heyman, and it's already off to a good start using real life, making it, or even if the stuff never happened, it, it, it's very believable that it could have and infusing reality into a, into a, into a promo and, this this physical entertainment uh creates for a very very good thing and you know obviously the Sami Zayn stuff is red hot and that's where you've got to and this is Cody is coming back was hot but the Sami storyline so much has been invested in that I still and I've talked about it I wouldn't be upset with Sami Zayn getting his moment at WrestleMania and Cody not coming out of it as the champion and somehow creating a twist in this whole storyline where the Cody thing gets prolonged and and gets fulfilled at a later date. It's a scary thing, though, doing that, especially if you're Cody. Cody would hear that and go, absolutely. Not saying he would be against it, but you never know when you how many of these opportunities are going to come up. So, like, that's where I'm kind of like, where I, I'm not upset – like I, I being in understanding and knowing Cody from when I know like this is his time and opportunity. Like you want this to come through now and then it'll be almost like a huge sigh of relief and he'll probably even get better as a performer uh, because now that, that weight will be lifted off his back. And uh, because he came back and he got hurt on the push that has to take the wind out of your sails. And, and like, because these opportunities are few and far between for, for everyone. And that's why I think like I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for him hard here. Like, but the Sammy thing is an interesting dynamic and, and maybe not Sammy winning, but Sammy getting in, in, inserted into the storyline so he can have a main event mania match as well. Like I wouldn't be upset at a triple threat. I really want it. Or if you want to do Roman pulling double duty both nights, I'm, I'm okay with that as well. I just somewhere, but knowing WWE, like I don't know if they're going to, are they going to give, they could. They could do it on the two shows where Roman's work the Cody storyline on Raw and the Sammy storyline more on SmackDown, right? And going to WrestleMania. That would be honestly, I'm not that wouldn't upset me. I think Roman, that would be a first time ever. And he's already this reign has been so crazy and how long, right? What a way to cap that off if that's the time to where loses both titles on both nights. But he obviously I think the out for that is, is is he had his mind occupied on two WrestleMania opponents, two back-to-back main events that 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 no human being would would be able to survive that, right? So he has his out for for his for the losses as a heel and but it's also then it, it it's him it, when he goes back babyface it's that he took on that challenge is is crazy, right? That so I there's there's room for this to to get better for sure and We'll see what happens. All right, let's see. You pay attention to everything in your food, man. That makes me so happy to hear. That's reading food labels, looking at the ingredients. It is life is energy, food is energy. And the better energy we put in our bodies, the better our lives are, typically. Sweet sugar, sugar, Ryback show regular. What's up? 
I think Rhino should have been world champ at least once. Uh, his glory would break somebody in half, almost as devastating as Goldberg's spirit. I've always liked Rhino. Yeah, young Rhino, and obviously, and he's still wrestling. And it's crazy. He's I remember he was back at WWE, and I don't think he was doing anything. I didn't know if he was going to be like a producer. Or, he was there for, I think, towards the end when I was there, and always very nice. Obviously, him and Heath have a good, really good relationship and tag partners. And he, uh, yeah, man, I don't, uh, I always liked Rhino when I was younger and watched him and, and, and thought he was intense and believable. And, but, you know, it was just never a role that they, they had him play. But I, I think it would have been, he could have been a very believable champion, right? You cut all oils out of your diet. Yeah, I just typically do. I do a little bit of olive oil. Olive oil is one that is I've read nothing but benefits on. It's not like the other seed oils, and it's not that coming doesn't come from seeds, right? The but the olive oil and the um, coconut oil. I do two tablespoons, sometimes three of the coconut oil, which helps keep the thyroid levels optimal levels. What's going on? No, I, I like why well, live stream on my phone on TikTok. I use a tablet for Instagram. We got all the, and I've got my Apple laptop here, um, iPad deal that we do for YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, whatever the platforms we're streaming through for the given particular day. Hey, Chris, thank you for buying the Big Guy Male Performance Formula, the testosterone booster. Yep. Taking two servings a day, uh, as on the label on there, twice a day. The, however you want to split that up on that. You know, you could realistically, if you want to take all the capsules at once, you could. That would be more than fine as well. But but there's nothing wrong with doing the split twice a day, and and that's something too on that with the capsule size and being a larger serving size. On that is is why we split that up for people, and you want it to be. Sometimes if people see they got to take a bunch of capsules all at once, they will be like, oh, I don't want to take all that. And so, but I always tell people too, with the Feed Me More Nutrition formulas, very few people ever complain about the serving size. They go, do you, do you want supplements that actually work and are giving you more value for your money? Or do you want me to lie to you, not put the amount of ingredients that it's going to actually take to get the desired result? And, and you're happy taking one capsule a day. Do you want me to sell you that snake oil or do you want to take maybe four capsules a serving or five capsules a serving for a particular formula? Because we have so many kick-ass ingredients that actually work at the appropriate dosages. And I'm not saying to you like on this, but like why the capsule count as I split up with that. And I, I tell people like, do you want a fat burner that really works? Shell shock. We literally have the best fat burner in the world. Shell shock weight management formula. There's not another fat burner anywhere. No one's selling it. There is not a better legal fat burner anywhere. The, we give you a hundred and this is before inflation. It was like $139.99 on Amazon for all the ingredients that were actually given you in the $39.99 bottle. I'm like, it's, it's a pretty simple thing. Like it is, there's nobody doing what we're doing. And it, it's because I learned this, how to do this from a very young age. And I realized what a scam a lot of these companies are and what they do. And I was like, that is not what you do. I make my own formulas. I bought all my own stuff. And then I eventually, I'm going to make my own brand. Screw these guys. These other guys suck. And it's it's a different mindset on the whole thing. Thank you, though, for the support.
I don't think I don't have an opinion on who's cut the best promo of all time. There's so many, there's no such thing as that. That's going to be different for every person on something. And there's just so many great, like, I don't know what the human fascination is, is trying to narrow everything down to like something. It's like, can't we just acknowledge there's a bunch of great stuff and a bunch of great talented people. And like, we all are going to have different opinions on what resonates with us. Like that. I just like, there's, I, there's, a, there's, there's so many great promos. So many that you can't just say, this is the best promo of all time. That doesn't exist. It's impossible. There's just two, it, it, so. Rich has a good question, Ryan. I'm sure you appreciate all of your fans, uh, but do you ever go on a trip through an airport, whatever, and think, damn, leave me alone and let me rest? I'm sure it wears on you sometimes. Absolutely. And I do appreciate all my fans. And I more often than not, like, specifically when dealing with kids like there's there's never a no on, on when you're dealing with kids on that uh adults though and i've dealt with a lot of adults most of the time it's you try to be as nice and just get the picture and move on i have an issue though people too like to talk and it's happened this happened at gyms where people if i the moment you stop and i i, I take a lot of photos at the gym when people recognize me airport too but there's situations like if you don't want to be bothered what, what happens is if you take one picture what it does is it opens the floodgates and this is what people don't think about but we know because we deal with it that when you say yes to a picture in a setting where there's other people even if those other people don't know you people are living a day and age where they'll want to get a photo too just to post it oh i met so and so don't even care if they know you or not they just want it for the the, the clout on social media or right it's just like, and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, with that. But it's, uh, there's been times. And I've, I remember, I remember specifically, I remember I was on the phone uh, after an appearance. This was years ago. This is well before though, the, the COVID stuff and all that. And uh, there was somebody and like, I you could gauge people too with how people, if, if somebody's like friendly and they have a very nice demeanor or like if somebody just kind of talks, like if somebody's like, yo, can I get a picture? Like that's the first thing out of their mouth. And like, and they just kind of have like an attitude or they just seem like they just expect something and they don't like this happened this is why I'm telling this at an airport and I'm on a business call with my headphones on and my phone and I'm talking and this, and this person does that. And, uh, and, and I just go, no, not right now. And like, I was, I was mad because it was just like the, not the lack of just awareness and that, and, you know, that's the kind of person now, have I ever like said, F you get away from me? No, like. I've never been rude or mean to somebody, but like someone like that, that's probably about as, as upsetting as it gets. It's like, no, not right now. Because it's like I, I'm literally on an important call doing something. And it's just the complete lack. And he was a full grown adult with that. Uh, and that's happens very, very few times with that. But I've told people no on, on different occasions. Like I've said, the gym, when like I used to listen to meditation and I don't listen to the meditation as much when I'm working out. So now I do pictures with that with people and even like but but times when i'm listening to meditation and i like with wwe or after and like if somebody comes up and says can i get a picture i'll go no thank you not right now and i also don't like you know if i can I, there's times i'll go meditation or point like there's other times i don't explain it with that and now it's possible those people can go and tell people i'm the biggest asshole in the world and not but i'm not i i do i I'd say I take about 99% of the pictures that are ever presented in front of me round, even rounded up to 99 and a half, but there've been times I say no on it. And 
it's uh and typically people are you know can get upset over that with that but you know I, i've done a lot of stuff that then they don't talk about other things and go out of way for things for people and fans and things and uh but no it, it's i i try to keep in my mind too to always you know you try to say yes as as much as possible not say no but but there's times where i i will always stay true to myself with that and if i say no it's for a reason with that with that and then two other times people you know i was at the gym i was squatting this was years ago 500 something pounds and a guy literally comes over and he's standing there and and i'm squatting and he's like really close and i let and he goes i get a picture and he like does the thing i like I told him no. I re-racked the, the way and I said no. And it was it was an aggressive no. It wasn't an F you or anything, but it was no. It was very firm. And because that is if you're that clueless, like like man, just run along with that. So you gotta always take, you know, things. There are a lot of people that are rude to fans, like and stuff. It's never be rude to people. But I get I get upset with people that lack common sense or just decency and they, there's, I mean, some people are just so nice and they just, they know how to approach. They just know how to like, you know, they just know how to be friendly. I love it when people too, like just go, yo, Ryback. And like the people good to see you Ryback. That to me, I'm like, I like that guy now. Cause that guy's just living life. He doesn't want anything from me. He just cool. Maybe you see him again. Nobody. Like, What's up, man. I'll be the one that says hi. So it's, uh, but you know, Sometimes people want to get pictures for somebody else too. And like, there's a, there's a million different reasons, right. With it, but that you got to understand, like anytime you, you know, not like where people say like, if so-and-so's an, an asshole or that you got to realize, like, you got to, have I met the person or like, I don't know. You just got to like be able to have an understanding of what if the other person's going and posting something, there's a good chance they probably have done some pretty bad things and, and whatnot. And, uh, because I have so many stories of like, too, like airport. There was an airport person that wanted stuff signed. They, they, those, that, those are the like the wrestling people. They get the flights from whoever. And so we were on an international tour. Everyone's coming in beat tired. We've been gone for 20 something days or whatever it was 21, 22, 23, 24 days. And we're just getting back into the States. And it was somewhere back east. It was somewhere Jersey, New York, one of those. And I remember like we're getting in, you get your rental car and like you get the rest of the day off and you got to try to, you're dead tired because you're on a whole different time zone and you've got to get your gear clean for TVs and like you want to get food and like it's because you got to, we'd come back and we'd have to do Raw Smackdown usually after these tours, but you'd get like, we'd get in like on a Sunday morning or afternoon. And so you have the rest of Sunday off to kind of like regroup with all of that. Right. That was to, like from when I was there, that was it. And then. But there would be people, these people waiting, and they'd come with their books and wanted stuff signed. And it's like, man, you literally get that information just stalking, hanging out of the airport. And there was somebody once back east in one of those, and uh, he wanted stuff signed. And I go, I go, no, man. And he got mad, and he, like, said something back. And so, that, uh, no, now you're going to open, like, you're not going to respect my no. And then you're, like, you're going to also do this. So that runs through my head. I already, like, and that. And so I'll put someone like that in their place really quickly and tell them what I think about them. And a lot of wrestlers, like those people that, that bring their kids to the airports and leave their little babies up all night just so they can get their stuff signed to go sell on online. I'm like, 
I think you're the worst human beings in the world that do stuff like that. Like, I just I just think it's pathetic. And all wrestlers do. And then there's good ones that come. You want stuff signed or picture, but like the two, like I, I the people that hang out in the airports, you're dead tired. You're coming in off of an hour, two hour sleep after a late night of TV, and they're just hanging out at the airport and they want photos of you when you look horrible. And that, like, you get mad at that stuff. That's why a lot of the wrestlers say no. It's because you're just like you're not using your common sense. Like, man, these guys just got done late, didn't even get any sleep, and they're coming. They just fly out. They're dead tired, and they got to try to sleep on their way home so they can not sleep on their day off that they have their day and a half off or their day off. And so it's like, there's times I would tell those I'm signed for some, and, and it depends on the, and how you're feeling and if you're feeling good and if you've got time and then others where you're like, I'm dead tired. I haven't slept. I don't want it, pictures of me out there looking tired or this and that you just tell them no, but those that's when it, it people like that can sometimes go, well, this guy, he's such an asshole. He didn't sign for me. No, 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 no. And that's where you got to, I try to explain this stuff to you guys. So when you read this about other people, you have the context and understanding of it where it's, you know, but, you know, people that talk bad to people and, and cuss at them and this and that, and they don't do anything. Yeah, that's, that's different with that. But we're like, people are allowed to say no. And, but for the most part, like I, and too, with the answer your question, I try to too, like being off of TV, like I, I'm grateful people have such a great memory and like I get stopped just as much. I feel like now this is when I was on TV and social media has played a big part in that. And it's, but, but there's times there's, there's definitely times. We've got another Jake. Thank you very much. Jake Truman Ryback show regular. Always greatly appreciated. Thank you, guys. I think I missed a super chat. Yep, there it is. Or was that the one from Sweet Sugar Sugar? Or let me see. I think there's another one. Ragav Chalwa, another Ryback Show regular. Thank you. Just got back from school and on the Ryback Show. Thank you very much, buddy. I was reading a comment the other day. Someone said, man, I love these, these, these shows. He's like, I'm just sitting in my robe listening at night. That, you know, you don't have to listen to the live show. And, and we're on all, all podcast platforms, you know. Hard day at work, you pop open a cold one. Maybe you pop a pop an edible, hit a few few tokes off the pipe. Listen to the Ryback show. Uh, here's the uh, Tyler, everybody. Yeah, man, those kind of fans are selfish. If I ever saw you in per- person, I'd respectfully ask for a picture. If you said no, I'd completely understand. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, like I said, though, like I, I I take pictures all the time and it's, you know, two, I tell you, like at the gym, it happens. And sometimes if it's a gym, it's it it could be one or two. And other times it could be 15, 20. Like the other day, one of the other gyms I went to, uh, the one came and then it ended up being like five in a matter of a, a short period of time. And people, too, can talk to you and, and take. And I like to talk and try to help people. And, and I'm all for it. But. You know, when you're working out and the 20 minutes, 25 minutes go by, it can, you know, it can eat up time. So it, it, you have interactions all around wherever you go. So it's that's why people, I truly like, if you're ever trying to like cut things short, like it, it's because, you know, we're only, there's only one of us and there's billions of people on the planet. So you got to remember, like, man, I bet everywhere they go, there's different people that recognize them and not everyone, because not everyone watches wrestling, but the ones that do typically have a pretty good memory. So, 
Umer, man, I'd love to see this. Yo, Ryback, Shell Shock Fat Burner helped me lose 53 pounds, bro. Best damn ingredients. Umer, thank you very much, man. You guys are the ones. Those are the things, the statements. I could talk great about my products all day long I because I, I use them all, and I'm the one that I, I created them. I know. It's when you guys speak up, and, and I appreciate it. If you could leave a review if you haven't already, man, it greatly, greatly helps with that. And I firmly believe, I think the big guy, I think the big guy in the Shell Shock are going to become Amazon bestsellers eventually on the number one. They're going to become number one bestsellers because they both work so damn well. And I think all the rest of the other things once we like are going to eventually be Amazon at the top of the list. Like that, the GTS sleep aid, there's nothing even close to it, how well that works and so consistently for people. It's just a matter of once I can get the shadow banning and this stuff that's going on, it's going to be a huge rise on everything that, that I've built with this. And I love this is cool it is, is making money and that and growing a branded business it's a, such a rewarding feeling helping people change their lives and which is again the whole hashtag feed me more hashtag hungry it's it's a mindset it, it's 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 just a way of life and i just want to me you know and meeting people i tell you like the things and they someone says like they were gonna someone says they were gonna kill themselves and but they something that you said resonated with them and caused them to 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 get hungry and to change their life forever you know how powerful that is and it happens like promos and different things certain promos can resonate with people and that but when you in that and creating products too that help people look and feel better and their lives improve like that that's such it's such a powerful cool thing and like i wish everybody could experience it because i think the world would be a better place if we all knew how good it felt to feel good and to help and that's like giving that's where like business and capitalism for good when you do good and sell good and help people like and there's a genuine like respect and appreciation on both sides and that's just all uh, every encounters in life when that exists life is just so much better ragav chawa says digging your expression in the back by the way is that the rent yeah the Success is never owned, it's rented, the rent is due every day. It's one of my favorite quotes I was saying the other day on that. And a reminder that not to our past is great for to our confidence, and but our past is the past, and, and it's we got to do the work each and every day. And you know, if we you know, it doesn't matter how great you were, you know, and I had everything with pro wrestling before, and this is why I do my conditioning. It's such a, I know what, what I had to do to stay at that level in which I keep it while everything is out and I'm a big believer that conditioning creates confidence, but you know, it's like come back to wrestling. If I don't devote myself and, and, and put that energy and effort in that I had and like not into my training, into the wrestling, into the mind and into watching and keeping my mind sharp for what I need to right? with that. And then, then the, that my past performances will not, not do the work for me on the future ones, but that past experience helps create a confidence that when the work is continuously applied can create even much more success. <clears throat> Ryback, will you consider adopting me? I do got extra guest rooms, but uh, I would uh, prefer to rent those out to hot fitness babes. It's actually not a bad idea. I should probably do that. Got the gym I could lure them in with. Hot fitness babes. 
renting out two rooms, uh, El Hombre Grande, Casa de la Big Guy. They they have to pay rent, which we would get the, that 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 monetary amount agreed upon, and they would also they have they have to devote themselves to one feeding time video a week or a month, the to to, to help views with with the hot fitness babes on feeding time. Thank you for the super chat, you guys rock. Thank you, you're the man, Ryback Canyon Kirksey. Thank you, Kirksey. Is it Kirksey? Yeah, Kirksey. Thank you so much, buddy. Always appreciate all the super chats, guys. The eating shows, Rich says the eating shows have brought me so much joy, especially with Little Guy. Thank you, man. Little Guy is uh, the star of him and Sophie. They're they're waiting for their W-A-L-K after we, we finish up here. Another super chat here. Global Pandemic Treaty End of Sovereignty Panda. Hell of a name there, my man. Big fan of you, big fan of you, sir, Ryback and Mason Ryan. You remember him? I do, and I believe he lives in Vegas. He's part of the Cirque du, Cirque du Soleil shows out there, or he was. He was one of the muscle guys, and uh, always, always liked him a lot. We got along very well. Never know big guy heat with us. Please date a model, social media girl, travel, go beach, show off, and try Hollywood. Big fan. Thank you very much. What if I told you? What if I did that? What if I just stopped everything I'm doing and just started traveling and in data just data 10 but be miserable because you data 10 there's a lot of baggage that comes with that. I know this for because I've done it. With that. Uh and I, I travel and just take pictures of me running on the beach in my my swimming trunks and thirst trap photos of just living life, pretending, doing fake photos to look happy on social media and all that. Stop everything and just just start trying to, to get acting gigs all because that's what you want to see me do. And what if I told you I, I am so happy doing what I'm doing, being a business owner and living life and sleeping in my own bed and being with my, my dogs and my mom and my dad right here, like and being able to be happy and, and getting my health back to go back to go back and do what I loved with that. I never got into acting. For, to be an actor, I never that I got into pro wrestling, and I had to walk away when my health was compromised, and a lot of other stuff was going on with that. And so I'm just simply going to do what I walked away from. I'm going to get myself back together and walk back into, and be ready and, and incorporate that with the business and the life of an entrepreneur that I have created. What's so wrong with that? How? Because I'm telling you, I'm genuinely happy and at peace with that. Like. Why I don't believe anything accomplishments mean nothing in life. This is why I've never been a like championships. None of that mean anything. With that, all that matters is what we we work hard. We 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 set goals. We 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 accomplish those goals, and we we try to do our best to be happy and treat people well and and, and be at peace. Because so many people, I know so many rich people. I can tell you, so many successful people are miserable inside. They don't know how to stop. They don't they don't know how to keep. They can't just relax. And I have been able, I was like that before with the wrestling and I've learned the ability to just relax and to like, and to not be so competitive with every situation and to not put that pressure on myself. It is a beautiful place that most people, athletes and, and people in, in just entertainment can't get to. And I've gotten to it, a lot of work, a lot of reading and, and audio books and, and learning and learning from past experiences. I'm happy though. Traveling doesn't make me happy. I've been everywhere already. I've literally been all around the world. 
It's all the same, man. It's all the same with that. You want to know what's not the same? Peace and happiness and being around your family and things with that. It doesn't matter what a bunch of strangers think about you in life. None of this shit matters. I know so I know girls that post photos you would think that they're, they're, they're goddamn millionaires without they're living in empty apartments. Empty apartments because they can't afford they're blowing all their money on all the the, the, the shoes and the outfits to look like they have money. Meanwhile, they're drinking drinking dirty tap water with sitting on their floors, you know, eating eating a tuna pack and ramen noodles. Real story. Where I never in a million years I'm just like, well, there's a problem with that. Like, God, like I'm happy, man. I've got my life. I'm gonna be able to go back. I appreciate the love and support, but that's not happiness. Like, the, the, you know, so many of those people. Why do you think so many people in Hollywood, that whole scene, the way it is, turned into drug addicts? I'll tell you why. They're not happy. They're seeking something that they can't find that exists inside all of us. You just got to learn to unlock it right here, brother. Now, cool. If I go back and everything and there's an opportunity to maybe go do something here with that, great with that. You know, doing something maybe and I, I'm out by a beach and, you know, hey, maybe I'll take a photo. But oftentimes I go do stuff. I don't take photos a lot. I'm horrible at that. I'm good at making funny content or putting my content like of my stuff. But like a lot of times if I go train like on different things, like I don't like even doing like workout videos. And like I just like being in the moment and training. I'll go do cool stuff oftentimes and don't record it. Cause I can like or go, go on a date here. Like I don't record. It's my personal life. Like I just don't like, I don't like, I, I don't know. Right. Uh, usually pay-per-views you find out the day of who's winning and losing, unless you, a lot of that stuff is not communicated till the day of. You don't even want to know. There's been times where they they told they tell you an outcome of something and it changes. And then you're just like, then now it's like, I used to tell them, don't tell me anything. Like TV, I like the writers always used to send like what you're doing like a few days before. And then it would ended up changing so much. I would tell whoever was my assigned writers. I tell them, I go, don't message me, please. Like I'm happy during the week doing live events. Like I don't want to get something that you're going to send me that's going to get changed when I get to TV. And I don't want to put any thought in my effort. This is what I literally, I go, I'm not putting my time and energy into something you send and trying to make it better for you to change it and then completely throw away my time. And that's when they go, no, we get it. They go, I go, send it to me day of TV. And I go, you can send it to me in the morning if you want on that. But even those would change a lot of times. And then there were sometimes they didn't. But it, that really, there's nothing that will take the wind out of your sails more then like, hey, this is what we have uh, on tap for today. And you, 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 you're thinking all day about it, things that you can contribute to it and how we can make it better or this. And then you get there and you're not doing anything remotely close to that. This is why like, it's and you're just like, well, it's just a paycheck. I'll just that's why I, I think creative control and not not outcomes necessarily, but in, in, in the lead up to things and, and, and your character are so important. Because if not, it, it's just like you can't you can't sink your teeth into anything because it's like outside of the little time you find out and you're rushed. And I don't know if stuff is still that that chaotic, but it, it definitely was for for a good period when I was there. No, I would say Brock Lesnar break. He said the question is, was Brock Lesnar breaking the streak something 
that pissed most full-time wrestlers off? No. I've never heard one wrestler say they were like pissed off over. I'm sure some people think the streak mate should not have been broken or whatnot, but like I I just I didn't think anything of it. Me and Dolph were sitting watching and, and I think it was in Orleans. Was that in Orleans? New Orleans? It was a huge catering and they had TVs all around. There was one big TV and me and Dolph were at the front of it. And then they were like, there's so many people. There were a bunch of people we didn't know. And there was some other talent in there too. I remember me and Dolph just looked at each other, like just turned when the finish happened. And I don't know if one of us, I can't remember. Somebody said like, was that supposed to happen? And, but it was like, we just got up, got a plate of food and went about my day. Like just kept going. It was, uh, I, it was, it was all physical acting and storylines, and you know, I think Brock is is they've gotten a lot out of Brock since that has happened, right? So, but I mean, it was so built up. I understand both sides. You know, you could also make the argument Brock was already made at that point, but I would say Brock is is gone has gone even further as a talent, and his legacy is is grown so much more in that period of time that that is uh, that having that on his resume of things is uh, very fitting. You could always make the argument, you know, uh, up and coming talent. Uh, They could have done that with, uh, but there also, there's a risk of doing that. Uh, That resentment could be created for that talent forever for the rest of their career. Also where like hardcore undertaker fans, which there's a lot of them could then just hate whoever ended the streak because they, they're not, appreciative of that the passing of the torch energy sort of thing where Vince may have been aware of that and didn't want to put that on anyone and knew Brock was already established that he and you know what I mean where Brock it was it was not gonna he was already made like people weren't gonna turn on him like uh, even though he was a heel but like he was it would it would only add to Brock Brock's legacy so I think when you look at it like what I just explained I think it, it was a, it was a good call Good to see you guys. I've been to Phoenix, Arizona multiple times, yes. Let me see here. Is it true they would change the whole show 20 minutes before showtime? No. Parts of the show, people's segments could be changed, but typically the bulk of the show, the show would be changed that day, the day of, but that show would always come out and be posted like hours, like or an hour before doors or something, or it, it, it would be posted late in the day, but still a lot of that stuff would end up what you were told end up happening in one way, shape or form that was similar to what they have. You know, there's uh but there, there could be changes in the sense of like the order or something, or somebody's segment could be scrapped altogether, or, or that segment could be adjusted to something to be tweaked a little bit. But it was later in the show, so you know, raw hour one could be on, but something in hour three might might possibly be tweaked a little bit, but not like completely changed. So, but like stuff like that. But that wasn't as you get used to that in that sense. But it was never like the whole show everything completely different everybody's scrambling to like none of that i ever ever recall ever ever happening 
This is very important. So basic says, bro, you was my favorite wrestler. I bro, you were my favorite wrestler is the correct way to pronounce that buddy. Uh, and now you not fighting what for like, go to a different company. So I would just advise you to, to watch the show and understand why I left and why, you know, I needed a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement. It was really hurt. And I've been blessed to get my health back with 19 stem cell procedures and endless hours of work and scar tissue work to get myself and my shoulder fully, fully ready. And all my legal stuff with WWE and winning my Ryback trademark and needing that documentation to legally do something without legal ramifications for another company. All very important stuff in the process with this. You know, by the way, never should have ever been able to come back from wrestling with my injuries. Never before been done. I'm going to do it. So I just ask that you be supportive and appreciative and respectful of everything that I've been able to do with having all my social media suppressed for the last six and a half, going on seven years from the company that wanted all my social media accounts when I left and they they failed to get them with this and, and the hustle behind everything to be able to still be seen with it. You know, I'm not eating. I eat because I do the feeding time videos. It ties into the whole Feed Me More brand for Feed Me More Nutrition. And that ties into marketing and in, 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 in growing the customer list and people that with the things that we do with that, with that. And all the content that I post ties in. I have people that run the other accounts. Everything ties in, though, to feedmemore.com and my business and my brand with that. But understand there is a reason why I am not wrestling right now. And that is, and I, I try to be as transparent and honest and truthful and let you guys in on what is going on improving my mindset like and you got to remember time after time after time of repeating this so many of my regulars are sick and tired of this but it's all the time because of the suppression so many people like but man like you know and i'll tell you i'm gonna go back i'm not going back and i appreciate the love and support i'm not going back for you i'm going back for me and for me to take care of me and my family and to do what i love is it a cool part that fans can, can join in on that process? Absolutely. And I appreciate all the love and support on that. But I would never make a decision. I would never rush anything because they go, oh, they want to see me back. I'm going to I'm gonna sacrifice my health further that they're not going to help me with when it's lost again. Right? No. I'm in control. I do things my way. I always get my way. I always find a way to win. The truth always wins. And I will be back when I'm back. And that's that. <clears throat> Super chat, uh, Robert Nudzvig. Would you wrestle in Japan in the future? And thoughts on now or stardom in general? Anyone you think would be a great uh, fit for you, match wise? Uh, no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not even aware. I couldn't. I couldn't name you any Japanese wrestlers. And this isn't. I don't watch it. I never. I never did with it. I've never. I know Freddie is over there in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I love it all. I've definitely like would watch things for for to get moves. If I wanted to try to come up with a new move or something and find something or I could alter it, I've seen, I've watched Japanese matches and tapes and things of that nature because I watched a lot of tape. I always watch matches most days when I was wrestling and keep my mind sharp with that. But I've just not, I'm not, I'm, I, I love pro wrestling, the, the WWE version style, physical entertainment, physical acting. To me, it's always, it's because it's, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's scripted fighting, it's entertainment. Like, with that and i it's the hardest thing in the world but i love you have to have the physical entertainment aspect otherwise i'd rather just watch real fighting on it with it so to me like i don't that kind of stuff it's just the fighting without any of the storylines or anything it's great i've done it when you're wrestling indies you're just doing matches 
on the thing and you try to you try to find a way to tell a story of something in, in for that for that crowd for that night and whatnot but like just watching that stuff over and over and over without a storyline or anything it's like we see one you've seen it all with it for the most part so you know i don't open to anything as far as if there's a you can travel and on the weekend and, and do something when the time is right absolutely and it's and it's like not disrespectful or anything. I just don't watch. I watch what I watch for here because I know what I want to do here with that. Like I have no, and like, like uh, just I'm I just that's that's it on it. I don't like I I don't know what how else to really explain it. I would never though. I've talked about it. Could never go over for an extended period of time or anything. Would never. I'd be miserable. I don't want to go live in another country for another. I don't have to with that. And it, I respect the people that have to and, and that want to or that, you know, I've got my, my family and dogs and my business and my life here. I don't, I don't like leaving Vegas, quite frankly. I, I like just keeping to myself. I always have been, I've been that way since I was a kid. And, and I, I pick my, the good people that I have around me that I, that I devote my energy to. And I leave it at that. Uh, I don't even know my WrestleMania. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you the difference in WrestleMania stages, brother. This is so much. I don't pay attention like to this kind of stuff. Like I, I and I'm, it's cool to all be on it. I don't, I don't, I couldn't tell you the difference in any of the WrestleMania stages. Like, it's all, it's all just an entrance into the thing. You know, if I was worried about that stuff or like remembering that stuff, that my focus would have been off of of what was important for what I needed to do. But uh, I'm sure I'd have to go back and look at the four WrestleMania stages I came out on to know which one was my favorite. <laughs> what was your reaction to Vince saying Cesaro doesn't get the fans on the Austin podcast? I don't have any thoughts. I don't know. I don't wasn't aware of anything with that. So. I'm not going to give an opinion on something I don't even know what it was. Whatever Vince thought about him, Vince thought about him if he said it, though. That's my thoughts on it. Grimm's Reefer says, what's a good book uh, you recommend? I always tell people the 10X Rule by Grant Cardone, uh, Be Obsessed or Be Average by Grant Cardone, uh, and then the Law of Attraction books like The Secret and then any Law of Attraction book, uh, but The Secret is a good introduction for a lot of people. Uh, that would something I would recommend any that would be obsessed or be average or the 10 X rule by grant gives you the positive mindset with the work ethic mindset of grant. And uh, it, it's a book that can create a magical, magical life. If you really, really absorb the information. Uh, hold on. I missed a super chat. Let me see Randy. Thank you for letting me know. Sometimes we, uh, in Ragav, I missed another one. Let me get this one first. Ragav Chalwa says, uh, thank you very much for the super chat. We'll be reordering the wake up with the uh, ISO hungry tomorrow. Wondering if I can use the ISO hungry with milk. And is there a difference between milk and water? All products so far have been top tier, man. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I use water for the ISO hungry for the, the, um, vanilla mocha and a caramel cookie before I did also with water. Uh, you can definitely use milk or almond milk or if that I've always used it with water 
and they they and I'll even put a little peanut butter in the the vanilla mocha. I I love it. And I use I just put it that little bit of ice in the blender and I drink it right out of the blender like a caveman. So I'm like, why am I going to dirty up another big glass to dump the thing? And when I'm at home and I'm going to wash the shake the, the 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 blender out anyways. So I just drink it out of the blender. Then I eat my can of beets out of a bowl that I rinse out, and usually some celery also after that. Um, but you can use water with that or whatever you want if you're trying to get extra calories and it, it will mix it, it will mix fine but I, I just prefer water because with my calories uh at some point or another will you be making a Nexus reunion where you patch things up with Justin Gabriel and make love with each other haha <laughs> me and Justin get along just fine he texted we it's been a little bit, but we text before. We've text used to we texted more, talked more prior. I have nothing but love for all those guys, Justin included, with that. The uh and wish like uh, the Nexus guys will always be things. There's Justin is 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 a great guy. There's nothing to so I'm not aware of uh outside of I know there's there's been a few things. And then there was one thing he, when there's two things and one of them, the one though was, was Twitter. There was something and he making a comment publicly like, yo, you changed your mind on nutrition or something. And it was over a post somebody asked her a recommendation on, on eating. And I think it was he, cause I don't think he's big on the, the vegan plant-based stuff. And it was a suggestion on the plant-based stuff because I know, because I've actually done it for a period of time and can know that it's a superior way of eating from any way that I've ever eaten. And, but he, he, something, it wasn't even a bad tweet, but it was just like, Oh, you change your mind. I'm like, why wouldn't you just message me that text me that if that's what you think. And, you know, we could have a, we could have a phone call, a discussion on that or a text thing with it. And, but other than that, like, I don't get, and I'm not, I'm at a stage too. Like I just tell people, I just, I think that's fucking stupid with that, you know? And that, so, but even if you have disagreements with people, or they have a different point of view on it. Those guys are all guys I, that I respect in, in the business. I've never, there would never be anything where I'm just like, hate them, you know, unless they did something really, really like outlandish and, and made up something. So I don't even know where you would even, I don't know where there's even how, I don't even know how you would even say anything that with me and Justin, because I mean, never publicly have, Unless he said something, but that's never really, never was a thing. Ryback, you need to do an episode with the Seamus on the Celtic Warrior workout. Yeah, I'm sure at some point we'll, we'll get something figured. Well, I want my shoulder to be 100%. I don't know if, I love Seamus. If he, I, I do some pretty intense conditioning. I, and I, would, I, I, I would dare say I would be his most difficult workout on that. And uh, even though the Lashley one was very, I, I know Lashley put an intense one through him. There would be, uh, if we, from the workout to the intense, the, the intense conditioning and then lengthy sauna session after, I would uh, I would like to see, I would test old Shamo uh, and, and make it very competitive uh, in a very fun way because we get along like that. It would be a very fun, fun workout. But I want my shoulder to be where I can go full, full kick ass with some really impressive weight. 
Randy Super Chat, I found it, buddy. Who wins, Mark for Life, Mark for Life versus Skip Sheffield? <laughs> oh, I'd say old Skippy uh, has the upper hand on that one. Mark Mark doesn't have an athletic bone in his body. Skippy Skippy has a hell of a hell of a hell of a background on him. Great question. Let's see here. Oh, good. Had Brock Lesnar never left in 2004, would John Cena have been the guy? You know, that that's a very good question, and I don't know. Because Brock, Brock was the one they were investing everything in, and typically only one person really, you know, I would say I say there's a good chance that 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 no, that that he would have, I think that path would have happened for him with that character. But he maybe, you know, he doesn't have the 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 main event push that he ended up getting eventually because Brock was already occupying. Very, very possible. Only Vince could probably end. And even I don't even think Vince could answer that now because I think it just at the time, who knows? Who knows? Because the the, the the way that format changed, though, to wanting the one one star and to not get as many guys over to try to control things as much as possible, so you're not paying as many people. Like there's there's a lot of things that that why he went to that format of why he has and why it's like now it's Roman like that one spot that that and then a little circle around that and then it goes out from there, but. I don't. I definitely don't think the career path is the same because it just the path would have been different. Not to say that it couldn't have happened still, but and I think it's great, great the way that it worked out. You ended up getting two two amazing talents, right? I found it, Ragab. Thank you, buddy. I apologize. Sometimes they don't they don't pop up, or there's a group of comments come in. And I uh, am not able to uh, to see them. They used to give me every notification on the top of the screen. I wish they would do that. They happen happen sometimes, and then on the other ones they don't. Yeah, asking the diva questions would would isn't a cool thing. With that, nothing but love and respect for all the women and the that were there. CJ says, I can't believe the amount of people lately not wanting you back into wrestling because they think that you're dangerous. Uh, it's not so, again, that's not a large group of people. It's just that small group and they're, they're vocal on there, on, like on Twitter in particular. But that's why I tell like, the this is where lies, and this is, again, when they paid Henry to come out with the thing. There's a reason why they did this. Just And I know that and it was... in. It was to re-push that agenda because they thought I was getting close to coming back, which I wasn't. And so they just blew their load on that early, and it was stupid. And he will forever have to live with that. And he knows, like he knows. With it. And I talked to people about it, and they're just like, they can't believe. It. They're just in disbelief that he would just come up like, but that's what is what is. Mainly it all stems from that one guy, though, with that. But it's people reading articles. And I just go, well, go ahead and list it. Like there was somebody, oh, he's so dangerous. He hurts people all the time. He ends careers. He botches it. 
okay, tell me everything. Who List all the botches. I've talked about this. List everybody who who I've hurt and ended their career. There's nobody on this. There's people literally employed in wrestling right now that have ended people's careers, by the way. There's people, you know, that have hurt people routinely on this. And with severe, look at all the people that end up with, with cuts and, and bruises and, and broken noses and bleeding. I, name one person that came out of a match bleeding from me that with broken bones and no, it doesn't happen because it never happened. I said it on Twitter and I'm not exaggerating. I'm one of the safest pro wrestlers on the planet. I swear to God, I know how to control my weight. I know how to do things. I can jump off the top rope and splash somebody and, and, and land on my knees and take the brunt of it where my weight, because I'm considerate of my opponents. I was trained very well. You hit hard in safe places. You can't look like me and throw fluff though. So I have to hit hard in safe places. I'm never going to hurt anybody. I'm never going to cause anyone to be out on purpose or anything like that. Now, is it possible? Sometimes things happen. People all the time in wrestling. It's the most physical thing in the world. Like things don't go 100% as planned all the time. It happens with everybody. But it's just, it's funny. Like the people think that's like this thing. And I'm like, we'll name them all. And like, we'll, we'll see. CM Punk said, okay, well, let's, what, let's, let's break it down for you. What's the CM Punk thing? The, the table with that? He says I dropped him on concrete. He was lying. He landed on padding. And we went through the table. We broke the table. That one story alone, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this, if that happened, as he said it happened, there that would have been all over the dirt sheets that I messed up and dropped him on concrete. I would have They would have had meetings with me. I would have been pulled aside. I would have been fined. There would have been something. None of this happened because nothing happened. He made it all up as he went on to try to tarnish me that's the worst thing you can say about a wrestler is that they're dangerous on that to try to get people and he has a big following he knew exactly what he was doing when he was doing being as vindictive and waiting when he was gone to try to to mess up my career as much as possible with that but that's his karma not mine though but i know the truth on it and and all the other people that i've worked with with that and then the second thing that he lied about says i broke his ribs kicking him that never happened with that he never the doctors he never had broken ribs he never had bruised ribs I did. I had bruised ribs, cracked ribs, wrestling him uh, early on with that. And I never ne- – it happened in a match with the, with the Shield. Things happened. I, I don't think Roman's dangerous because my ribs cracked. It was something that happened because I had Seth on top of me. It was a move that had never been done, pulling Seth off from the shell shock elimination chamber with that. But there's there's that. And then there's the Tenzai one where I, I was sick, I said, but I couldn't get him up. It's on me. Shell shocked him many times. Just move on, do another finish. Nothing was was off. We we accomplished the end goal of that match. I shell shocked him the week prior. I shell shocked him like the next two or three weeks after that. Two weeks maybe on two different shows on um, that just to establish that up uh, I could shell shock this guy easy with it. But shit happens with that. And so I like when people say that I go well go back and give me you know then we can say okay the the Dolph Ziggler the concussion on main event. I feel horrible about that. I got in trouble for that because I didn't swing harder. Not because we're taught in pro wrestling, not when you throw a clothesline and the other guy misses, it's up to them to duck under it on that. They don't They don't want you throwing high clotheslines to make it look fake. That literally, this is taught from day one on any school that I've ever been to with that. It's up to the other guy to get under the clothesline. It should look like you're really throwing a real clothesline. Now, you never want to hit a guy's head on any way, shape, or form. And you you will, I even on that, as I saw it, even tried to come up a little and that's my, my elbow hit the top of his head and a freak thing hit the top of his head and, and knocked him out on that on a on a, a clothesline. Vince yelled at me after because I didn't swing even harder. Dolph, he was mad at Dolph for not ducking underneath 
people don't know like these little things, but it happened in the match. We called an audible. We got him through it. We we got to the finish, which probably should have been stopped right away, knowing what we know about concussions. But we didn't do any of the bigger bumps outside of of like you know all the near falls that we had because we had a hell of a match laid out. It all got altered to protect him. While and like the agents didn't know he was concussed, and they're trying to tell us to do more stuff. And me telling the ref, tell them to shut up. Like we're fine. We're just gonna do his a safe match and get him to the back and, and go get him checked out. You know, and, and apologizing to him over and over and him, that's not your fault, but it happened. That happened in our match. I feel bad. I wish it didn't. But that's the real thing that happened. So that's those things there. If you want to say that that makes me a dangerous worker and across everything that I've done, we can go through and list every talent that has done. I can, I will say far, far worse with that. So, but how do I get labels that? Because they pushed out fake lies and articles and had the thing. And then people just read it and they regurg- regurgitate it. And they're like, well, go ahead and actually lay it out. And let's talk about it and see. And then if you really think about it, like, that's not really the case. And then there's other people that come out. No, Ryback's great. Love working with Ryback. Ryback's as safe as can be. Are you not? Why aren't you listening to that? Because you don't, but everyone wants to be angry, be hateful and this and that. Those people, anybody that's saying they don't want me going anywhere, I promise you. They are incapable of stopping me coming back to pro wrestling. <laughs> like they will not, this is, they will not do anything. They help me the more they talk. They keep me in there because I'm shadow banned and all that. So they keep me alive on all that. It is, it's a beautiful thing. They, they can't keep me out of their mouth. They're only going to help me further. You think tweeting Tony Khan or somebody or Hunter and that you're like, don't you dare. I'll stop watching. I swear to God, you will not stop watching. I bet you watch even more because you're going to watch every week to come see me on there and say, I wish you, I'm going to, I'm not going to, you got to make your tweets. You got to be angry. You need something to complain about. The ratings will go up. You'll only help me. So keep it up, Ms. Arks. Yeah, Usos are great guys. They are big guys. Uh, how would I bet book a match with me and Wardle? Yeah, that would not be publicly discussed. What would be the point of saying that of like, you guys are, man, I have a feeling you're a bit of a little bit of a mark. The guy, because I could see you're, you're asking, I feel like, Matt, I 100% feel like you're connected to this, a dirt sheet of some sort. We're going to shell shock you out of here. Adios. I could because there was another tweet very similar to this, and then with saying something negative, like with people trying to make up scenarios of why people shouldn't hire me or this and that. And I, I don't, I just didn't like in some of the questions you ask. I could tell you're definitely one of the dirt sheet marks. Get the hell out of here. Not wanted. Knock, knock, shell shock. Carlos, thank you for the super chat. How do you know who's going to win a match? That is typically, it is it's something the promoter, uh, along with their team, usually the promoter has the final say on that, on uh, on whatever the agenda is for the talents. And there's a lot that goes into that you know, on any given day and night. And if it's not, if it's just an indie promotion or a promotion not televised or something like that, it still comes down to that promoter uh, for what they want to do for that particular show. And there's a lot of things and political things that can influence uh, decisions on that and, and whatnot. Yeah, and I'll just say the CM Punk stuff. And to this day, he has to answer for that, and he already has in a lot of ways. And uh, 
the but you've seen the you've seen i just think i always say the truth always wins you've never seen me change my stance on this right on this and i think things more and more people have, have seen the bigger picture on that and you know and i've said it all all along hey could we have gone through the middle of that table absolutely wouldn't have made a difference though we were going through padding either way on it and like i said it all would have came out right then and there had he, what he said been exactly what happened that would have been all over the thing right away. And it wasn't because it didn't happen. How he laid it out to try to get people to turn on me. The fact that he had to lie and say he fell on concrete gives you all that you need to know. That he'll change the story to make it more favorable for his situation on his agenda, on what he wants. And that agenda was to damage my reputation as a, and to make me labeled as a dangerous worker. When it was never the case. Never the case. And that's why I know the truth. So I never let the, the lies... These people, I block and just keep moving forward. And that's it. That's all you can do. If you ever notice me, the whole cancel culture, you say F you right back to them. You don't waste your time engaging with them. You block them. You move on. They always move on in a few days or whatever. But if more people and more corporations just said, just shut up, Karen, and just kept going on, they go, or if they back their, the people they employ, they go, no, we stand by this person. That one thing doesn't determine our entire how they are as a person, their view on that one thing doesn't mean that they're a horrible person on other things and you can complain and threaten us all you want we we stay with them if more people did that this stuff would stop it's when you give cancel culture any power at all and don't fight back and then it's just it's the the, the leeches come out you've got to go f you you're not going to do a damn thing about it we're going to keep going on with our life tune into something else or go follow something else to be mad at hey i don't care and that's always going to be my approach on it Thank you for letting that out. I'm not Goldberg. Everybody tuning into the Ryback show, just let's clarification here. Public service announcement announcement. I am not Goldberg. Okay. I think okay. Thank you. Everyone, we're clear on that. I'm sure half the views are going to go down now. People think, oh well, shoot, I thought this was Goldberg's show. He used to have a show, Goldberg's Garage, I believe. I never listened to it, but I remember he had a thing. Go wasn't it a podcast, Goldberg's Garage? Carlos Beltran, thank you for the super chat. How you know? Oh, that was the one. Sorry, we already did. There's Bill Wild, Ryback Show regular. Listen to your podcast on three fourth speed accidentally, and I thought you were completely trashed. I encourage everyone to try for a good laugh. FMM. <laughs> Oh, man, and I already talk a bit. I could get going as it is when I got this coffee and the wake up unlimited energy running through my veins. Listening to me on, I do that, brother, Bill, when I listen to audiobooks, I listen on, on the, on, on, what is it? I'm at like one, I don't know if I'm at one and a half speed. I'm, I'm pretty like, I listen to it at a very sped up rate and, uh, and I could, you, you, it's almost like speed reading. You do it over time. You just go in little increments on audible and it, it, your brain gets conditioned, conditioned to the information quicker, which is great, but you got to be paying attention to. And there's sometimes where I'll miss things. I got to go back and re-listen, but you get through the book so much quicker that re-listening is not really, you know, cause if you're distracted anyways, and it's on normal speed. And so it's just, I just, it's how I, but I'll sometimes hear, Authors and I'll be like, let me man, like slow down a little. They go, oh no, wait, that's because I've got it on fast speed. I'm like, man, this guy's a little too hyper for me. And I go, oh no, no, he's he talks normal. It's me listening to him on a really sped up version. So uh, 
because there's certain things where when they get excited, it gets it's, at that speed, it's even more obnoxious. And you're like, man, take a chill pill. This guy, this guy over here, all caffeined out, or this guy, oh, coked out. And it's like, no, no, it's I'm the one doing it. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. My favorite cheat meal is my next meal, my next cheat meal. That's tonight for feeding time. I've got to decide. There's a place called Flippin' Good Chicken and Burgers that has vegan ch uh, chicken sandwiches and like Nashville hot and spicy chicken sandwiches. They're huge in their fries. I'm thinking that might be tonight's go-to for the feeding time. Tyler, I missed another super chat. Thank you. Have I ever had women uh, play in character and she yells, eat me more? Nope, I've never had uh, that particular phrase. I have had them ask if the big guy's hungry. Big guy's always hungry. Hashtag hungry. I'm trying to find your super chat. Uh, somebody says uh, the table spot wasn't even a legit botch. Uh, always also, why was that table set up lengthwise? Uh, of course, parts of this, his body is going to miss. It was a stupid stunt to begin with. Punk is a drama queen as always. Yeah. I don't know what the deal I've heard other people talk about the table and I can't remember, honestly, I, and I, I don't remember if it was the other way when we, on the rehearsals, in the rehearsal, we just look at like, we're going to stand on this. I remember, I'll tell you, I wasn't fond of those moving boxes those have wheels on them or they can move i i can't remember if that one had wheels or not that one might not have and they might have been locked if not uh but i remember it wasn't a lot of room on the little box that we had to stand and so i had to press him and like didn't turn and i already had the bad shoulder but it was i pressed guys all the time on that but it was not definitely it was not the the greatest of, of setups i i agree with that and like I've said, I, I would have loved nothing more to have dropped him through the middle of that table. But I, I, I tell you, he would have what, what he, he would have hurt himself anyways on that. And that wasn't my stunt that he he agreed to do it. And it was had nothing to do with like, I want to do this. I'm just doing what we're, we're being told, right? With it. And I agree. I think the table lengthwise was a no-brainer. And I don't know why they didn't do that or if somebody changed it when we got out there. The, Stuff happened. Very possible, and I'm not saying this happened. Sometimes people, like, out there, the show's going on, they don't know that that particular table, and they might alter it or something. I don't know why that table was was that way. I still was – nail stuff all the time doing that. But there's a lot. All I knew is that there was padding everywhere, and I, he's landing on padding regardless on it. So – but I always say, like, yeah, we didn't go through the middle of it. But the table, the the people, the a lot of people are arguing though because they think it's concrete or they're looking for something to, to. They they need that justification that you're dangerous on it because if not, a lot of people don't have enough uh, awareness or, or to be able to reflect and go, hey, maybe we were a little too judgmental on this. Maybe we didn't have all the information. Maybe this person's not that. That would take them acknowledging that they were maybe duped or deceived or maybe process information in a way without knowing all the facts and maybe rush to judgment. How many people realistically, this is what I've learned in life, are going to have that, especially wrestling fans and things where they're, like, they go, nope, I think we were wrong on that. I, now I have had people and they, they apologize after, after watching and realizing that they, 
you know, wasn't what the, the image matched in their head with what they what they envisioned how I am based off what they've read with things. So, but that's why I, I keep hustling and putting out the content with that. But yeah, I agree. I, I don't I don't count that. That wasn't a botch in anything. It was, but that was is the one thing people will hold on to as much as anything with it. And you got to remember, he knows he has a massive fan base. In right, and I'm there. He leaves, and I was getting another baby face run. What better way to try to like f this guy? I'm gonna because he was mad, and we had other things where I had he couldn't get his way in 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 the his power trips that he would do on on lower card talents didn't work with me with that, and he physically couldn't do anything to me with this. And talked about this many times. What better way than to create drama for someone than leave and then go do that time later and, and to try to really hurt their career. But I just said the truth will always win eventually, and his karma's played out in multiple ways, and he's the one that has to deal with that. And the truth will win, and I will—I I firmly believe it. And you know, the one thing in being away and having to walk away, I just had to be patient and get my health, and and then eventually I will have my time to shine once again, and, and the truth will win, and all that energy of that hate will turn into love, massive love, and it will only help. Everything I've talked about, I've always. From from my perspective and things, and, and been as, as truthful and, and transparent as humanly possible on things. And to just, I'm going to give you another thing on like me being dangerous. You want to know the one person I hurt in the ring who I talked to? Just we just just messaged me today, by the way. Just our truth. I actually I kicked our truth. I've talked about this on here. It was on. We've wrestled a bunch of times. It was something in a match for TV, and. Uh, I usually will tell guys like if you kick him in the stomach, this is how we're taught. Like usually, kick, you kick him in the chest, but you kick him in the stomach too. But you tell him to tighten up, and the, or if, if a guy will know to tighten up, they usually would just tell him tighten up. They flex, and you can give him a good kick to the stomach. And uh, and like I don't slap thighs or anything like that. And the but I kick truth. I, I kicked him in the gut, and I didn't tell him to tighten up because the cameras. It was just something. There was someone right there. And, and he didn't do it, but I didn't tell him, and I knocked the wind out of him. And I uh, didn't break his ribs or anything, And but I knocked the wind out of him. And uh, I remember I back there apologizing. He's the coolest guy in the world. Like, And it's happened. I've had people kick me in things, and I took a kick from Kofi before in my back, and my whole back electrocuted, like it hit a nerve somewhere in my whole back. I was like, oh, my God, with that. And it, wasn't, it just happened to be the placement, just nothing he could control on that, that a million, 99 times out of a hundred are going to be not even felt with all my muscles. And, but it just happened to hit the right spot. And it set like an electrocution, like through my whole body. I go, Oh my God. And uh, never once. So would I never get angry? Like it, it's a physical sport. Like things happen all the time, hit hard and safe places. though. you want it to look as realistic as possible and whatnot, but you know, that's I, like, so it's not like I'll say like, I'm not perfect by any means on that. But I have a pretty good track record of, of not doing things and, you know, and, and not causing people to miss time and, and uh, end careers or things like that. But you look, I tell people, look, there's so many people that, you know, I know how to hit hard and safe places. I know how to not break people's nose. I know how to not rupture people's eardrums. And I know how to do things that look really, really, really good and believable without actually hurting a person or causing any discomfort in their life and their lives. You, a lot of talent and people today are hurting each other, trying to make it look a different way. And what, let's say, so it's crazy how perceptions on things could sometimes get out of hand. But that's what that was done. To, it was done to try to damage my career on his part. As and you've seen how he is in with everything, 
And that's, that's why I say just let it let it play out with that. But a lot of people like are holding on to this, like like right that there was this dangerous guy. We can't let him come back. Like you're not going to stop anything because it's not true to begin with. All the people that need to know it's not true know. And you, you can keep saying like, what do you? You're holding on to stuff that like isn't even. And like, let's just say everything. Like, man six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. And by the way, like, is anyone to, to maybe hype up that Kalisto save, right? That, that's a pretty big deal. How many people have that on their resume of, of possibly saving a guy from breaking his neck? That comes from ring awareness and knowing what you're doing and not being dangerous with that. But it depends on what your point of view is and the reflection if you can admit that you're wrong. Thank you, JC says, because of wrestlers like you, I was motivated to change my diet for the better and start working out. Thank you, Ryback. You're very welcome, buddy. I'm glad to see you, man. I'd love to hear this. You got hashtag hungry. I found your super chat, Tyler. Sorry. Man, I wish Jack Specific still made the action figures for WWE. I really want to add a Ryback figure to my collection, but I hate the Mattel figures. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I think. Well, I, think, I don't know. I have a ton of all the, the stuff they did. I like all the action figures I have that I've seen, but I don't play with them or anything. I've got some, I think, up back there in my wrestling cups. I've got a handful of them down here. The dogs chewed up a few while back, years ago, when I had them, where they they would fall off the shelf. But I've got all, I've got pretty much everything in my collector's case upstairs with a lot of the memorabilia and stuff. But. Um, yeah, I don't know why they moved away from Jack Specific on that. And I don't know if I know the difference. I'm sure like Ryder and Hawkins and those guys, they're all the action figure guys. I'm not too uh, like up to date on like what the differences were on the figures. I remember just Mattel, very realistic. And do they come in? We'd have to, I remember in San Diego, we did, I think it was always in San Diego. They would come into that San Diego arena, which I love San Diego, that whole area. Uh, I haven't been down there in forever the they would do the face scans there and uh man those things they would take not not that long but they're just they'd get they'd get every angle and degree and, and just a 360 around your your head and uh th those action figures are like it's like looking right at, at yourself it's kind of creepy in a way <laughs> but it's very cool also nowadays anybody could just make an action figure of themselves so Back in my day, you used to have to be on TV or do something big to get an action figure. Now you could just buy a custom action figure with your head on a mus muscular body, not even be in shape. Back in my day, we used to have to do the work to get results. Our only gains shirt is our top merch seller, but in that the only gains logo. A lot of people, when I wear that shirt to the gym, people pop for it. It's like it's a ripoff of only fans, but only gains. The hungry only care about their gains. Go figure ghost says any oil checking stories. I don't know what that means. Any oil checking stories? 
You don't have to leave another super jet, but if I see it, will you explain? I don't. I need. Uh, I need further clarification on that. Thoughts on Kofi Kingston? I love Kofi Kingston. Absolutely amazing. Loved wrestling him. We've done some live events and put in some time. And uh, I think I was a heel mostly when I wrestled him. And uh, yeah, a heel and then singles. And then we wrestled Rybaxled New Day a little bit, uh, if I'm not mistaken, when they were very new before they really, really came into their own. But when they initially got together, and they might not even have been New Day yet. And we might have, they might have been like just kind of tagging. But I remember we had some matches with them then. Always loved wrestling him. I love singles stuff. Like I, it was always a lot of fun, and just he—he's a very mild-mannered, just calm guy, easygoing, but he's funny too. He's—he's he's very funny and likes to laugh, and so he could be—he uh, can—he could be very sarcastic and 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 bust your balls. Like once you're you're comfortable, he's comfortable with you. And like, but, but in a very, he's just very, in a very nice way. Like it's very, very non-violent. Just nothing about him is, is um, aggressive or, or vicious. Like not, no like ill will in his heart. Like where he's just, he's just a good guy all around. Whereas like, I, I would say like for me, I, I'm a good guy all around, but I won't put up with the BS and I, I can run, you know what I mean? Where like Kofi might just you know not address it at all with that, and that's and that's it's his choice to live life that way. And like, but that's where there's differences in good people, and like you know where if like somebody did something bad to him, he might just let it go and, and whatnot. Whereas like I, I might go kick that person's ass if they do something bad enough. <laughs> where it's a little different, you know. But it's just quality, quality human being. All I love him. And I shouldn't say like because Kofi clearly, and that's not like saying like he would like clearly see Kofi kicking someone's ass, but but I don't know. I feel like he would just be like he would be like, bro, I don't. Why'd you make me do that? Like, and it would just be it would be nice somehow, <laughs> which is a compliment. Like it's a compliment all the way. Uh, when you are ready for the ring, how long does it take to get back to the group of, of wrestling? And I've been out of the ring for an extended period of time before. A lot of people don't know this. When I was out, by the way, for a year and a half after my ankle injury, I only got in the ring once pretty much. And there was a little bit of training that happened. Very, very limited, though, because my ankle was still messed up. Um, I pretty much went back on the road and started doing live events with this because all this legal stuff was going on where they tried to fire me with my ankle damaged. And like, then they realized they couldn't. And they, and then they're not now I'm back on the road, but I shouldn't have been back on the road because my ankle was still messed up. And I went and just, I went right back because I was watching matches. I was mentally ready and I was in shape, shape enough, even though my, I wasn't doing a lot of, of cardio because of my ankle, I was still like, I was, I always, my wrestling wind has been always good. And then when I really work hard, it's exceptional. It's like now I do all my hard conditioning, do way more even than I did wrestling because I'm not wrestling. And I know what level I have to do to keep at with that. Um, and so that said, it's, you know, it's a matter of, I, I do, I think, and I'm very confident, I wouldn't do this. I would never put myself in this. I would, I would, 
setup, I would I would do the wrestling training. I'd give myself, I would give myself probably being out as long as I've been out now. Uh, <clears throat> I think easily, I think a, a month would be a fair time of no pressure of, of doing things weekly uh, just to make sure. I, but that said, I think, I think just going and doing a weekend of all out on the weekend before going and doing matches, I think would, would be, would let me know exactly where I'm at and I would know what I would do and, and would stay away from until, you know what I mean? But I would, I would be with this particular situation. I will give myself as much cause I want to, I want to really, you know, I think though that light gets turned on really quickly because my conditioning is is already there. It's just a matter of getting in and getting the mind going. It, the mind is it's more so the mind than anything. When when the conditioning is there, it's getting your mind working. And that's when too, when I watch matches, it's like now and it's already happened this process. Like I'm I'm watching more and more matches and I'm watching more and more of the shows again to watch more matches is because I'm getting my mind kind of revving up a little bit here as things get a little closer and going and like watching things like what would I do in that particular area of the ring? What would I do for me? And that, and that gets your mind going. And that's kind of when you watch and that's the, a big thing, you know, but too, nowadays you come back and if you're doing something and you, you're doing a match, you don't even have to do, you can just lay that thing out and have it. So a to Z and it's just executing, making sure you can do all the stuff that you're doing in that. And right. But it's, it's not like a lengthy, lengthy progress. If you're in shape already, with it it's not like you let myself go and physically have to get get myself you know what i mean that's why i've kept i've talked about this in the past i've kept myself together through all this as much as possible to make that gap as low as possible that that amount of time as 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 short as possible with it and you know i think i can go and go right now just get in the ring and go my conditioning is so high right now and i i love like that wrestling once it clicks for you it's like the it's just like I'm, I'm comfortable in the ring with with what I do. I'm not. I wouldn't ever do anything that I, I I'm not comfortable doing or anything like that. But for I know my style and my moves. But you want to always be as prepared as possible and have enough respect and, and to make sure that that's why you you make sure all everything's ready to go prior. But I don't see it being like a lengthy lengthy deal because two it it will be like I've said once everything is kind of finalized and 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 know the deal and I know the direct route that it's going to be, it's going to be make a call and then it's going to be, this is what I need to do. Go very, very aggressive schedule um, because everything's, it's not, there's not going to be like this long waiting time of, of trying to like get all these things in place. And that's why too, I keep getting in better and better shape. I've cut out the alcohol. I don't even do my wine Fridays. This is week three. I don't think I've even mentioned. I just stopped. Cause I'm like, eh, I don't want to, I want my fast to work even better. My 24 hours on that. And, uh, I just, I've cut out the red wine on Fridays on my carb day on that. And, uh, just keep making further and further improvements in that. So that, that, that window is, you know, cause it's been so long with this and, and all this stuff. I, I don't want it to be any longer. And so that's, and that's why I'm working diligently on my shoulder every day and keep making more and more improvements to getting that scar tissue you know, but a lot of people don't understand the severity of this stuff, and and it is what it is. But it, it's up to me to keep doing the work, and that story will be better understood on a bigger scale once I'm back, and that you know I, I'm able to tell this story. I think people will have more of an appreciation of of not giving up and, and what all of it. But 
I'm just in the trenches doing the work right now. And, and I, I know what to do that to get out of everything. And I just want the, the social media to be free. That's all. That's the, the you know, it, it, that is that is the by far the most discouraging thing. But I am very optimistic and it has not stopped me. I think you guys have seen all of you that have followed. I think a lot of people wouldn't have had the courage to keep going on and to keep just fighting and being seen. And, you know, because I know the truth of what's going on. And it's created to keep those habits because when you stop working, things stop happening. I go, hey, I can't control this stuff right now. I've tried. I've tried, but I can't control on this and everything. But I can control my work and I'm going to keep doing it. And I've learned a lot and I've gotten even better talking. I've got better at communicating and this is going to have a lot of benefits for other things with that. And then once everything is opened up, like I said, I think there's everything just gets bigger instantly. And it's because that work has already been done. That foundation has been done. And. And I'm very grateful that I, that, that, you know, life will test you too in many ways. And, you know, I have very big dreams and ambitions and desires and life has a funny way of working. It will test you sometimes. And those people that achieve that want to go for greatness on different things. And they oftentimes get tested with the most adversity and, and obstacles and, and, and life will test your desire and your drive and your hunger. How bad do you really want this? And that's where it, you've got to have that, 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 that belief inside of yourself. You're like, no, I know. And so, and that too, like, you know, for me, losing the physical ability to make a living and, and losing my health was a real scary thing and, and a wake up call. Right. And that, and that's why I'm so passionate about wanting that social media free. Cause it's, it's very personal to me that this company that I used to love and work is doing this to me and my family, it's not right, but I have to go get my health back, get this shoulder right. And you're going to shut everybody the fuck up and you're going to show them the truth is going to come out. And like, and I try to say that as much as peaceful as possible, but I think if you know me, like this is very personal and it's very personal. And I think it's one of the reasons Hunter's scared to talk to me is because he's, he knows, he knows. And then I know him because from the past and it's, he, they know the wrongs and it's like, and I try to just do everything. I just keep a level head and stay cool. But I go, this is so personal with what you're doing on, on the accounts and everything and, and, and all the lies and everything I've had to fight through and, but the truth always wins and just stay cool, calm and collected. And everyone's going to see at some point in time. <clears throat> Shout out to Chris Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Hey buddy, how are you? Shout out to Chris Jericho. He mentioned in an interview, he was supposed to work with you at mania, but was given Fandango instead. He let it be known. You had big momentum at the time. Yeah, Chris has always been very complimentary towards me and anything he mentioned me in his book, a couple of his books, a little Skip Sheffield reference in one, which is, I'll take that, and then Ryback in, in a later one and uh, over just something. But he uh, he was always very good to me and one of my favorite people. Like, I, it was, um, he helped me a lot and we, we got to work together in our feud and we worked together on live events and he's always been very complimentary in, in dismissing the CM Punk stuff and and saying what he thought and that was very safe and enjoyed working with me and, and likewise enjoyed working with him. And I wish we, we, I, I could tell you personally, I wish we had the mania match and not the other person because it would have been Chris saw what was going on too, I think. And that would have done that probably finish would have led been the same to go into the thing with Cena, which at least it would have made more sense getting a big victory over someone like him. And, and then in, in going on to pursue the title rather than the fall on your face with the guy that wasn't even involved in the, in the main event thing at the time. And, and then you're the number one contender the next night. Like 
in in turning heel. Uh, it was just uh, it was everyone that saw it. It was it is what it is with that. But uh, you know, I, I wish I'm I'm just I'm fortunate I got to work Chris and uh, we worked. At, was it Money in the Bank pay per view? If I'm not mistaken, I got a pretty decent memory and uh, no chair shots for the big guy. The money in the bank pay-per-view. I remember, I think I had a black and white singlet, the, the black singlet with the white Ryback rules on that. And uh, we did live events. And we, I remember we did like a stretch in Canada. And I think there was a kendo stick involved. He hit me with a kendo stick quite a bit. I remember in Canada. And uh, he was always, man, I wish I could have done so much more with him. And and then they did something. And I think they, they he would leave leaving television and they used me to write him off of TV something where I like, I, I did something and then laid him out and then he was gone. I, I don't know if he ever came back from when then I left. And then I think he came back with it and uh, he's always been really good to me and le- very good advice. And when we worked together, he, he would tell me, you know, different things. And he would, he would, he would always uh, in the locker room, he, he goes, if you ever have any questions on things, please ask me. And he would explain certain things on why he would do certain things. He was probably the, uh, from two growing up with everybody there. Cause some, I felt like he, and I've talked about this. He's the most secure main eventer that I've ever met and that he's, he's secure because he's established and he, but he recognizes he has a different mindset than, than other top guys and that other top guys will go out of their way to, to cut guys legs out from under them. Chris finds ways to work with other people and, and try to make them better off for it. And, and there's, and I think when he was younger, there in more maybe could have been more selfish and wanting things to be for him. And I don't know that I wasn't there. All I could see is that he's, but he knows when he to do things for him to get over. And he knows that he could do things for other people and get them over. Uh, and he, he's successful in other things. And that's why I say having a business, you don't have to, then you can just operate at a much more pure level uh, out of love and, 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 and just take things and like, Oh, that guy's red hot. I could, I want to wrestle with him and I could do good business with him. And, and then I could go back, you know, and he, that's what you're seeing with him. Even at, at this stage of his career, he's still helping other people, even though he knows how to get and keep himself over, which is a very, very, it takes a lot of talent to do that and to have, and he to have that longevity. And we talk about it on that other thing, the other, the archives here with that, but he was, uh, like that was like what, what I like that that's pro wrestling when people get along and like, but I told you like Nexus too with him. When we were all the Nexus, we were working live events. We we were doing the match on live event. We live events. Uh, Nexus versus guys, uh, WWE guys. And is the main event. We literally went from like being in developmental, did the NXT show, and then we're literally the main event of like working with all these guys and working with main eventers and. We had a live event match on. I can't remember the particular show, but the match was not. It, it, it was there were there were some mess ups in the match, and it was it, it was a little sloppy. And because we were like guys too, there's I think it was like seven on seven matches, so you're dealing with a lot of guys. So and matches like that in general can get pretty sloppy. So but you're dealing with all new guys. But there, I remember we all had we all like knew we had to step it up. But uh, Chris like just like, kind of pulled us all aside and not around. And I always respected this when I looked back. He didn't yell at us in front of uh, all the other talent or like talk down to us. But he pulled us all into an area where nobody was around. Um, and and he wasn't happy. But he didn't yell at us or talk to us. Like he didn't degrade us. 
He just says, you guys have such an opportunity. You're working in the main event. He goes, coming from developmental, he goes, you guys may never be in the main event the rest of your careers. And he was right for a lot of the guys. Me and Wade, and Daniel wasn't part of the group anymore. He was already left, so it was the seven of us. Me and Wade were the only two, right, in that in the group that had main event runs with that. And everyone's had successful careers of playing different roles, but we nobody else ever experienced that main event run ever again with that. And he, he wasn't lying. He goes, you have such an opportunity here. And he goes, you just go out, you got, you got to give it everything. And you've got it. You guys, you guys are getting thrown into the fire with this. So he goes, you got to step up. And, but it was very motivating, but it was also, it was in a tone of like, oh, he's not happy with us. But it was like, and I, as time goes on, you realize, you know, a lot of some guys, like if that was like CM Punk, he would have tried to yell in front of everyone in front of people to, for a power trip. That that's the difference between that. That is the perfect difference of like a guy like Chris and like that, and to, to try to explain to people at that time, like you know what I mean, of their mindsets and personalities. And uh, he he's just he just is is a good dude, man. And I it's it's I, I say it all the time with that, but I've always been appreciative of him. Like he's always had kind words. And I tell you though, and I'll tell you though, he's but to, to, he would let he would he would tell you what he thinks. Though, if if things you know, if I was sloppy and did things in in, in the mat, he would. But he would he would let people know, like if that you know his thoughts, and and it would just would be in a different way when it, you know, he's he's honest too. He's he's brutally honest, and but he knows how to communicate to people. I'm looking uh Thank you, guys. One more super chat here. Sweet Sugar Sugaru. I wonder why Finley doesn't wrestle anymore. I see him in the WWE security sometimes. Be cool if uh, he made a surprise entry in the future Rumble. Yeah, well, you got to remember he's, you know, a lot older and he's, he had, he was done wrestling. He had an injury. And I don't remember if it was, I think it was nerve related. It was something with his leg, I think, if I'm not mistaken. or I can't. But from WCW, where he didn't wrestle for a period of time, and then was able to come back, and he had the run in WWE. But uh, I always liked Finley a lot. He was very good to me too, and um, and I don't know if I remember a story. I'll end it with this story on Finley. I don't know if Finley liked me at first, and I don't want to say he hated me. He didn't know me. But oftentimes I think people, and he's like, has that comes in and been in wrestling, they look at a big jacked guy and think that maybe they don't love wrestling or no, that couldn't be further from the case. I, I do. I grew up watching it my whole life and it was, it was what I wanted to do. And, and I work very hard and, and I have nothing but love and respect for it. But I think you could, sometimes you could judge a book from it. It's, it's cover just looking. And uh, I remember, cause I remember he would during right Baxel, the beginning of it, he would, he would kind of just sometimes make comments and I would tell Axel, like, oh, you, know, you hear that? How he like, and, and he goes, yeah. And I, I go, I, I don't know what it is. And, uh, but they, he d- didn't know me, but he, anyways, he ended up being our producer for a, a good period of time where he always had our matches. And, uh, so he got to work with me directly and, and see everything and going on. And, and, and I'll never forget Joey Mercury came up to me. And this was after I'd already turned back babyface, and I was getting used. I was back in, in that, that the authority storyline when I came back and, and was being used really well. 
And Joey just, he goes, I'm really proud of you because Joey was a producer. I love Joey, one of the great minds, and I wish he was still involved with WWE or AEW. Um, Joey just he pulled me aside and he goes, because he's always in the meetings, and he just goes, I want you to know, he goes, that guy, he was talking about Finley. He goes, he used to hate you. And uh, and I don't know the specifics of, of anything of what, what triggered. He goes, he goes, you just busting your ass how you always do and just being you. He goes, he loves you now. And he speaks up for you. And like, he goes, I just want to let you know, like, like he goes, the, the, it was essentially like the truth always eventually will, will shine and come out sort of, sort of conversation. And uh, I always remember, I was like, but that's like the stuff of politics you don't even know about. And that just, he was just smart. He just nice enough to smarten me up on, a situation I never would have known otherwise on Finley was always good to me though, for the most part on anything. And then I really enjoyed working with him as him as a producer and he's very knowledgeable and, uh, but I have nothing like, but respect, but he's, I think you have to sometimes too, like with old people that, are, and I say the word old timers or, or veterans, people that have been in the business when you're a new guy and sometimes people will, will form an opinion on you based off what I said, but how you look or what they think, or maybe what somebody else says, and then it just takes time of them getting to know you and work with you. And and then before you know it, now you have a good relationship. But that's like kind of the stuff that could happen with that. But that was, to me, I always was very proud of that because I, he appreciates workers that go out there and work and hard work. And we were putting in a lot of time in that period of me as a heel. And I was going out and people, this is the stuff a lot of people don't see. But I was, oh, anybody that's ever watched me on live events, this is why I laugh at like sometimes the comparisons on like Warrior Goldberg. I go, you've clearly not like, the people that know, know with it. And if you've been to live events and seen, put in time routinely that and uh, in, in, in working matches and wrestling and doing things. And so I, I always, I always have nothing but love for Finley. Thank you, Jeremiah. I love correcting the Twitter lies about you with the truth. That's why, too, I do it. It's just, and this stuff, Twitter's eventually going to be, they're going to get this fixed. And that once that account is goes on fire, my voice is going to get a lot louder. But the key is with these people is when people, the and I'm not going to ever waste time, but it'll be ones I'll select out that I think can be beneficial. It's like when people spew the lies, the best thing to do is like, go ahead, state the facts. What's the, Then what is it? Let's talk about it. Go ahead. And they can't. Or they'll come up with the one or two things that we talked about and then we'll correct them on it and they'll hold on to it and that's it. But they, they don't have legs to stand on. And uh, the truth, that's what the best way to fight lies and the BS and the chaos is to, to, to point them out. And no, go ahead. What's the truth? This is the truth. And, you know, and they can't, they can't win. So with that, guys, we're going to wrap up today's show. Thank you very much. We'll be back next week. We'll have a new feeding time on Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific time on that, which I've got to do later tonight. So with that, I got a big training session. Got to take the dogs for their walk and, and do a lot of shoulder work as well. With that, check out my Feed Me More Nutrition, please, guys. The, all the discount codes and, and all that are in the, the comments and description on YouTube. Please subscribe. Keep those notifications on on YouTube as well. Please share the channel when at all possible on that. And uh, other than that, guys, until next time, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.